At 1230 in Regina with partly cloudy skies, it's 19 degrees. That's 66 Fahrenheit. Good afternoon. I'm Jim Smalley. Coming up in Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, agri-stability claims from last year's poor harvest have surpassed $17 million as the deadline fast approaches for submitting claims. Agri-News brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesas.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. Saskatchewan farmers are being reminded the deadline to submit agri-stability claim forms for 2016 is fast approaching. Warren Ames is the policy manager for agri-stability. He says the deadline is this September 30th, this Friday, but because it falls on a weekend this Saturday, the deadline is Monday, October 2nd. September 30th deadline is the uh, initial deadline for 2016 agri-stability applications. Uh, producers have to uh, submit their applications by then for the 2016 year to avoid uh, late filing penalties. It's part of the annual application process for the program, and the way the agri-stability program works in, with, a, uh, with a year lag, the applications that are coming in are actually for the 2016 year. Are you expecting a lot of farmers to participate in this program for 2016? Participations tracking uh, and applications are tracking close to what they were last year. We have uh, about 13,000, just over 13,000 uh, fees paid. So that is participants and farmers in, in the province that are eligible to send in an application. And applications so far, we have about 5,400 that we have in the door. And like I say, tracking close to what we had in 2015. And we get the bulk of our applications at this, this initial deadline, the September 30th deadline. But some producers do wait and, and have until December 31st with the late filing penalty. But explain that late filing penalty for me, because, yeah, there is a fee if farmers decide to wait till the end of the year. That's correct. Farmers that file after that September 30th deadline pay a, a penalty of their benefits reduced by $500 a month for each month that they're late. So if they wait right till uh, into December, then that's a, a $1,500 reduction in, in benefits. So for 2016, are you expecting payouts or is it too early to tell? No, payouts are tracking um, actually a bit higher than they were for the, the 2015 year. We've issued probably close to, just trying to remember here, about, about $17 million, $17.5 million so far for the 2016 year. And we won't know final numbers, obviously, until we get our all, all the applications in the door for what that'll look like. But it's paying out higher than we did in 2015. What do you see are the factors behind the higher payout in, for 2016? I think the quality, quality of grain, there was a, you know, the late bad harvest, right? The, the, we had poor harvest conditions in 2016 with when we had that initial snow and, and harvest was delayed. So that affected quality of some grain. Some of that grain got, got left out over the winter and, and farmers had a, a challenge getting it off this spring. And, and so the final totals, uh, total yield and quality is certainly a factor there for the grain farmers. And cattle prices have certainly come down from, from where they were. So that change in value there is also contributing. And once again, because the usual September 30th deadline is this weekend, AIM says the deadline this year is Monday, October 2nd without penalty. It appears winter weather has a noticeable impact on canola quality. This spring, the Canadian Grain Commission asked farmers to submit samples of canola that could not be harvested last fall. A total of 173 samples of spring harvested canola were submitted to the Grain Commission. 12 could not be tested because the samples contained too much mold and bacteria. 
Of the 161 samples that were tested, 55 samples, or 34%, graded number one. Another 41 samples, or just over 25%, graded number two. 33 samples, 20% were number three. And the remaining 32 samples, also 20%, were graded sample grade. The report says there were high levels of damaged seed associated with sour, musty, and rancid odors. Some samples had an unnatural seed color, particularly an orange tint that was observed once the seeds were crushed. The study author, Veronique Bartet, indicates that it is likely some producers did not send in samples that they knew were very low quality. As a result, the true percent of spring canola grading number one might be lower than the 34% found in the research project. The full report on spring-harvested canola can be found on the Canadian Grain Commission website. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcus in New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit Marcuson.com. Cattle prices across Saskatchewan were moving upward in the latest weekly summary from the Ministry of Agriculture. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsignuk says feeder cattle prices were moving up due to ongoing strong demand. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were primarily higher last week. Canfax reported Saskatchewan feeder steer prices in all the weight categories, with prices ranging from steady to $6.07 per hundredweight higher. The biggest gains were in the 5 to 600 pound feeder steer weight category, which averaged $215.20 per hundredweight, and that again was up $6.07 from the previous week. And there were no losses over the week in the feeder steer weight category. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were higher in all weight categories last week. Feeder heifer prices increased between $2.62 and $8.43 per hundredweight. The largest price gains were in the 4 to 500 pound feeder heifer weight category. And on average, feeder heifer prices increased by about 6 bucks per hundredweight. And what were the factors pushing up the feeder cattle prices? Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were primarily higher on good demand. We did see price increases in the U.S., both in the U.S. cash and futures markets, which helped our prices move higher. What were marketings? Canfax reported 8,285 head of cattle were sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was down from 8,591 head marketed the previous week. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Slaughter cow prices in Alberta were again lower last week. The price of D1, D2 slaughter cows declined $2.01 to average $85.71 per hundredweight, where the price of D3 slaughter cows declined $1.33 to average $77 per hundredweight. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers did manage to edge higher again last week. We saw fed steer prices were reported to average $134.58 per hundredweight, and that was up $0.70 cents from the previous week. Marcin York says U.S. feeder cattle futures were higher last week, rising 3 to $7 per hundredweight. But cattle numbers in the U.S. were higher than expected, with futures showing some downward pressure early this week. The World Trade Organization has set up a dispute panel to rule on a U.S. complaint over Chinese import quotas on farm goods, including wheat, rice and corn. The panel on tariff rate quotas for agricultural products was automatically established as it was the second request by the U.S. at the WTO dispute settlement body after China blocked the first attempt at the end of August. The dispute was initiated under the Obama administration, which sought consultations on December 15th. But the Trump administration moved ahead with the case, saying that the quotas hurt U.S. farm exports. China's delegation told the WTO's meeting last week that it was disappointed at U.S. moves against its legitimate measures with regard to vital agricultural staples. 
A Chinese trade official said China was seriously fulfilling its World Trade Organization commitments. The U.S. delegation said that when China joined the trade watchdog, it pledged to remove import restrictions and operate its tariff rate quotas in a transparent, predictable, and fair manner. The U.S. trade representative has said global prices for the three commodities were lower than China's domestic prices, yet China did not maximize its use of tariff rate quotas, which offer lower duties on a certain volume of imported grains every year. The U.S. said China limited market access for shipments from the U.S. and other countries. Some 14 countries, including Australia, Brazil, Canada, Japan and Thailand, as well as the European Union, have joined the dispute as third parties. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Canola fell 350 at 454.94. Oats dropped 241 at 133.90. Number one red spring wheat gained $1.97 at 234.40. The rest were unchanged. Durham 267.62. Feed barley 151.29. Flax 439.25. Yellow peas 267.54 and feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is up three and three quarter cents at 6.49 and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon, this is Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, September the 27th. A good solid run here with 21.50 in the sort. 300 cows and bulls, a total of 24.50 for the day. D1, D2 cows, 72 to 82, sales to 85, 86. D3 cows, 62 to 72. Good bulls, 98 to 108, sales to 110. Some highlights in the pre-sort sale. Lots of good number one calves here today with some higher prices. Listen up. 320-pound little steers, 273. 410-pound red black steers, 261. 500-pound steers, 244. 550s, 237. 650-pound steers, 228. My favorite pen, 700-pound tan steers, 216. 800-pound red steer calves, 202. Yearling steers here, 750-pound yearling steers, 204. And yearling steers weighing 850 at 193. On the heifer side, 400-pound black heifers, 221. 500-pound black heifers, 206. 550-pound tan heifers, 197 and 600-pound red exotic heifers at 193 Next Wednesday, October the 4th, pre-sort sale featuring black and red Angus cattle, but all breeds are welcome. 1,500 head booked for that sale so far. And one important message here, please book your trucks for these upcoming sales. These local truckers are very busy hauling pasture hauls. Good idea to make a phone call to avoid disappointment. And also, uh, please phone in to Heartland to book your cattle. Greatly appreciate it. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Hams sold 7,000 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 108 to 129 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,800 heads, selling a range of 108 to 130 per CKG. 
Ham's cash hog price today is steady and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down 19 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2370. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 80.83 cents US. Record-setting daily production levels are dropping more pork on the market, contributing to the weakness in the pork carcass cutout. The benchmark price for wholesale pork fell another $1 US 100 weight, the lowest level seen since January 2016, and lower than any time in the fourth quarter of last year. Production is only expected to build over the next two months, but the third quarter hogs and pigs report that is to be released tomorrow will provide more details on what to expect. The estimates of market hog weight categories range between 100.7% and 104%, which could result in added price volatility in Friday's trade. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eaves Trough, specializing in 6-inch Eaves Troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieevestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny with a high of 21 degrees, the low 6. Tomorrow, clearing skies, the high 21 again, the low plus 5. Friday, sunny and even warmer, the high 23, the low 9. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud with 30% chance of showers, the high 21, the low 10. Sunday, cloudy, the high 17, chance of evening showers Sunday with a low of 7. Monday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 12, the low 4. Tuesday cloudy, the high near 10 degrees. The normal high is 16, the normal low is plus 1. The sun rose at 6.52 this morning. It sets at 6.46 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at 20, Saskatoon 15, Swift Current 19, Weyburn and Yorkton 18. In Regina, partly cloudy and 19, that's 66 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-southwest at 17. Humidity 48%, the barometer rising 102.2. Sunny and Moose Jaw, 19. Winds are from the northwest at 8. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy and 19. That's 66 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.